0: Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast, episode 20.
1: Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast with your host, Jack Mountain Bushcraft School founder and master main guide, Tim Smith.
0: I'm your host, Tim Smith. I'm a registered master main guide, and in 1999, I founded the Jack Mountain Bushcraft School. We help people become more skilled, more knowledgeable, more experienced, and more confident outdoors, by using traditional skills, a few simple tools, and field-based experience. Whether you're looking to go from city slicker to competent outdoor professional, want to experience a remote expedition, or just want to learn a few new outdoor skills, we've got you covered. You can check out the show notes to this and all of our podcasts at blog.jackmtn.com. When you're there, click on the podcast button. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Lastly, the best way to keep up with our programs and trips is to join our email newsletter. And you can do that at jmbnews.com. Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast, Episode 20. Today, I'm sitting down with Christopher Russell, and we are going to talk about the School of the Forest, which is the, the Jack Mountain Youth Program. Uh, how are you doing today? Pretty good. How about yourself? enjoying a nice uh rainy late march day here in northern new england there's still about two feet of snow on the ground it's absolutely miserable out and these are the this is the cabin fever season and i've definitely got it yeah i started feeling it a couple of days ago just antsy to get back out i want to get out and fish and paddle and you know the you know breaking up is hard to do and this time of year is called the breakup because uh when the ice and snow breaks up and it's probably you know other than the freeze up when the lakes freeze this is this is worse than the freeze up because then you can at least get around in the woods and stuff Mm. you maybe can't get out on the on the water as much but like right now it would be a job to walk you know 100 yards because it's just pouring rain and the snow is all slushy and the lake isn't safe and
1: anyway i'll stop my complaining here well i have to take personal credit for your pain because i made the mistake of mentioning that I wanted to go out paddling and then the next day we got what a foot of, a foot or so of snow it and was it, you it was my fault you I did apologize. This. yeah I take full responsibility <laughs> um yeah anyway
0: uh so the school of the forest um our youth group uh the idea came to me a long time ago in that there are lots of kids especially rural kids who Um, and by kids, I mean everything from, you know, toddlers to teens, uh, but maybe their academics, maybe aren't their thing. Sports aren't their thing. The arts aren't their thing. And we wanted to create an alternative using Mm -hmm. outdoor recreation, bushcraft, things of that nature that maybe that would, could be their thing, you know, to give those rural kids something that they could succeed at and, and, uh, you know get good at, you know, because I think every kid needs to be good at something for their development, to develop confidence, to develop, um, you know, interpersonal skills, that that's just a big part of, of being a young person.
1: Yeah. And one, well, and the cool thing about what the stuff that we do is that it, it kind of combines all the things you mentioned that they might not excel at. You know, there's, if there's a certain aspect of that that they get into, they can pursue, like if it's, they're kind of artsy, but not really good at art, there's a lot of aspects where they can. You know use that creativity if they're yeah like kind of exactly there's there's something for everybody in this but it's just a good mix of all that for a kid that can't find something that they really mesh with yeah i agree um so
0: we started running youth programs a few years ago um and then we it kind of dropped off we had somebody who had taken the reins and they decided to go and do other things um and you and I spoke about this uh, just about a year ago, almost um, exactly now, yeah when you were yeah. a student on the bushcraft semester um, and you know the idea is that we're currently building out uh, the school of the forest website and there'll be a link to that in the show notes yeah. and uh, planning programs right so what you know what what's the say short term um short-term goal for for this this spring and summer
1: yeah well right now we've got stuff on the books for uh doing some stuff with the town of Wolfboro, which is where we're gonna be based out of so the township is gonna kind of let us put stuff in their in their programs and the town recreation the town recreation department right they're gonna let us um kind of use their uh I guess they're marketing stuff to kind of yeah. draw people in and do it in partnership with them. And then, so
0: what are those, the, the programs partnering with the town? What do they look
1: like? What, so right at the most specific or two. Uh, so at the moment we're doing a series that's um, just kind of like a once a month family nature thing where it's, you know, the subject will be different every time. The first one coming up is just going to be like a, a tree identification and pressing thing. Cause I think that, you know, even if you're around them all the time, Probably twenty percent of the people you ask could identify all of them and tell you a little bit about them. So the goal is, you know, get families and kids out and have them look at trees and kind of tell them how to tell which ones they are, what kind of uses they have, all that kind of stuff. And nice. those... so, really increasing nature literacy for the for the whole family, exactly, and for the environment that they're in every day, which I think is an important. Part of it is that you're learning more about the ecosystem you inhabit constantly, rather right. than just learn local. We, exactly. I, I'm a
0: critic, a vocal critic of that. You know, my kids, if they're in in lower elementary grades, they'll do a unit on the rainforest. And you know, my daughter came home once, and the teacher had told them all about a few specific plants that are in the rainforest in the Amazon. I don't know, four thousand miles from here. Yeah. There. But nobody knew the names of the trees that were in the front yard of the school, right? Exactly. Like, oh, that it has red berries, it must be poisonous. Like, no, that it's not poisonous. Yeah. Those are cherries and they're totally edible. <laughs> so, things like that, that just a, a total lack of awareness of, of nature knowledge of the local area that you live. And I think that's awesome yeah. that, that that's going to be a big push.
1: Yeah, it's a big, um, a lot of our courses and a lot of the kind of the philosophy behind it, and we talk about it all the time, is the idea of freelance live, which is has to do with living in the natural world that you're a part of every day and having a really good understanding of it as well as just enjoying being around it yeah and so
0: free lift sleeve is a Scandinavian. is it a swedish word it's norwegian free
1: lift sleeve is a norwegian word that loosely translated means open air life yeah it's a beautiful idea and i think that and it's just the more you can incorporate that into the courses that we run i think the better Okay, so short-term, we're going to do that. What about maybe what are some long-term plans? So we're planning uh, in mid-July, early July, we've got a a week-long outdoor course planned up at uh, Squam Lake Science Science Center. Um, So that'll just be kind of doing basic outdoor living skills, lighting fires, um, doing shelter, cooking, um, a lot of carving and all that other kind of stuff. Um, and then eventually do six week courses where kids are coming once or twice a week and learning a little bit. And then we'll finish that out with, um, like a one or two night, uh, outing where they get to apply all the stuff they've learned over the last six weeks. And I think that that's an important part of it is getting the kids to use that because, um, the self-reliance and the feeling of confidence you get from learning all these skills is fine on its own, but when you can apply them in a way that where you're actually out spending two nights camping or whatever it is. That's, that's huge. That that shows the practicality of the stuff you learned rather than it just being a, a cool skill that you have in your back pocket. I agree. Applying what you learn in the field is the glue that holds it all together. Exactly. And that's kind of what all of the courses that we're building are centered around is the, the use of these skills, not just, you know, making a pretty basket. What can you use that basket for? what, what's the purpose of the basket as you build it and all that stuff. So that'd be good. Awesome, yeah, I'm firmly of the belief that that using things,
0: using skills and techniques in a realistic environment you know, that's where the real learning takes place, you know, until you've had that experience where you, you know, maybe you make a basket, for example, maybe you make a pack basket until you've carried stuff on your back in that thing. It's just like a trinket that you'd hang on the wall. It's only by using it that you learn whether it works or not. And, you know, I'm of the belief as well that, you know, if you made one basket and then used it for a little bit, you know, maybe you know what you're doing maybe you don't but after you've made it and used it the second one that you make you're going to incorporate all those design changes that you can only learn by using it That
1: there's no other way to learn that exactly and that's that's why the outings are so important i think because that's that's when you get to i don't want to say trial by fire but that that kind of thing where you're well if you were lighting (laughs) fires it could be a trial yeah i guess literally it is a trial by fire but to me the the one that sticks out is your your kind of thing up at the semester course where you build shelters and then you have to stay in it for four nights. Cause by the end of those four nights, my shelter was totally different than when I started it because there was just little creature comfort things that I added as I was learning what worked and what didn't. And there's no other way to learn that than by doing exactly like not to take away from what, from the way we were taught, but like I learned more in the the three nights where I was modifying it than I did. in the, you know, the two hours where we went over how to build the basic one. And that's, that's awesome. Like if I had had that at a young age, it would have absolutely switched around how, how I thought about learning. Um, so I'm looking forward to kind of passing that on to the kids that come into this course. Like my goal, um, with these courses is to like have kids leave knowing more than I did at their age. Cause I I had like an outdoorsy kind of upbringing, but it was never, as immersed as these courses are going to be and i think that it would have completely changed the direction of my life and interests if i'd had them at this age oh so that's nice. kind of the yeah
0: yeah i'm a uh, we're huge believers in experiential education exactly. right which is you could define it that you know you learn by doing you, you go out and do exactly. something and that's where the real learning takes place that I'm, I'm often a pretty vocal critic of the whole lecture format Mm -hmm. of the sage on the stage, telling people what they need to know. I don't think that the end result of that is learning. I think it's like people jotting things down in notebooks and there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, at some point in the process, getting out and actually doing it because that's the situation where the real learning is going to take place and take place
1: rapidly. Exactly.
0: Cool. So who are the, uh, I know that you've got a couple of partners lined up with this.
1: We mentioned the town of Wolfboro and who was the other one? Uh, Squam Lake Science Center. Okay. Um, and then the other one is, uh, Gala, the Global Awareness Local Action. They're a nonprofit that operates in Wolfboro and Ossipee, And they run a lot of, uh, like self-reliance workshops and community building stuff. And we kind of partnered up with them to the hope being that eventually this can kind of be run as, uh, where they sponsor students that are maybe less well off and give them a chance to come experience this kind of stuff. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's great. So,
0: yeah. So if you are in central New Hampshire and have a young person in your family, or or maybe you could even sponsor a young person, we'll, maybe we'll figure that out through Gala at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the the plan is to to start offering a really robust schedule mm-hmm. of offerings for young people. Everything to include, say, bushcraft, outdoor ed, life skills. Yeah. You know, being able to cook for yourself and clean for yourself, and maybe mend a rip in your pants with a needle and thread. Yeah. You know, all those things. And and you know, I really think that this is the uh, it's a solution to some of the modern problems that we see where you know the people staring at screens all the time and sort of living in an online world and this should the goal is to bring it back to to being personally resilient so that you can uh, take care of yourself whether you're in the forest or you know in town
1: yeah absolutely it's um the sort of the tagline that i've been using for school of the forest is uh non-scholus vita dissimus, which is the... Is that some sort of foreign language yeah, or something? Yeah, it's one of them foreign ones. Um, no, the, it's a Latin phrase. Um, I can't remember who it's attributed to, but the idea, the translation of it is, uh, we don't learn for school, we learn for life. And I think that that's sort of what we're trying to get at here is that a lot of um, education now is kind of just... It's a, you have a lot of facts in your head, but you don't, have, you don't really learn how to apply any of that in a practical sense and so our idea is to kind of teach kids things that help them through life even friends of mine that are my age talk about how they wish um they had they knew stuff that i guess would at the time or a while ago been like home ec like that stuff doesn't get taught anymore and that's you know a little off the outdoorsy thing but that's just just practical life skills that help you get through things that aren't really problems if you know how to fix them but are problems for people that you know, like you said, don't know how to fix a hole in their pants or darn a sock. For some reason, all I can think about is sewing. I don't Mm -hmm. know why that's what's in my head, but all that kind of stuff, Um, you know, lighting a fire if you have to, like that's something a hundred years ago, everyone knew how to do. And now it's portrayed as being this almost mythic skill that it's, you know, it's something that takes practice, but it's not a super complicated thing to do. And it's, you know, what makes us human, I think that and level. the
0: idea that we don't have an
1: irrational fear of vacuum cleaners i still do <laughs> i know mean, every time it kicks on i'm like a dog i go hide under the couch uh yes the uh, personal
0: and community resiliency you know i think it's a great thing to shoot for for just people getting some of that old-fashioned yeah.
1: old-fashioned know-how and can do mm-hmm. exactly and the, the confidence that comes with the know-how i think makes for a more a person that's able to deal with problems as they arise better rather than just panicking or trying to find somebody to darn their socks for them. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, I think that's all we've got for you for today, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of all we had. Um, other than, you know, the, nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoops. Well, thank you for listening. And, um,
0: I'll edit this last part. Let me do this. Big. There you go. Well, that's all we've got. Thank you very much for joining us. You can check out the School of the Forest online. Um, there'll be a, it's schooloftheforest.com and there'll yep. be a link in the show notes. Uh, so yeah, think spring, think yeah, warm any water. any questions
1: you got, don't hesitate to shoot them my way. Um, the, all the contact information is on the website so you can get in touch with me anytime. Happy to help out. Awesome.